What is up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast. That is right. We are here. It's your boys at Jump the Sharp, ready to rock. Uh, I'm celebrating here. Uh, wait, I shouldn't say. Uh, we are no. I'm so anyway. It's your boy Hollywood Hagen, Brian Hollywood Hagen. That is. I'm sorry, the Woodman David Woody over here. How you feeling, brother? Uh, it, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm very excited to share my picks for this week. You know what I'm excited about, and I'll get to it in a little bit. You know what? I'll I'll talk about it as we get to it. At Jump the Sharp, as always on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, give us a follow if you haven't yet. Uh, give a shout out to somebody who hasn't listened to the show yet and tell them, yo, these motherfuckers are making dough every week. We have made money on this show every fucking week since we came back from our little uh football break there. And that is proven. Proof's in the pudding, Woodman. It's amazing. Um, it is amazing. You, people just don't, you know, I, I sit there on Reddit sometimes. I go to the sports betting Reddit and they're just like, how the fuck do I make money doing this shit? Like, I've spent five grand the last. I'm like, first of all, you know, you might want to chill with your your wagers there, your, your unit size there. But nevertheless, <laughs> if you want to make money, first and foremost, listen to Jump the Sharp. Am I right on that? Hell yeah, dude. Damn Skippy. I jumped the sharp like I mentioned. Um, uh, yeah, so I just want to get started here putting something down the hatch. And and I'm always going to let the Woodman start off here because it is America's favorite segment. It is What Are We Drinking? And as always, the Woodman goes first. I'm not sure he deserves it this week. But nevertheless, Woodman, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and tell us what you're drinking, my friend? Well, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, weather's hot and, uh, you know, you just want something refreshing. You go with the lighter beers, you go with the, the cold ones that are just refreshing. Mm. And they're not, they're not trying to do too much. Oh you know? baby. I'm right there. Wait, let's roll. One of the classics is your, is your Corona with little lime thrown into it. It's a beautiful a thing. Of the um, you know, I've been, um, Rock and we've all been rocking these, you know, if you're a beer drinker forever. And it just it goes beautiful with the super hot weather. You pop that little lime in there and just let it let it rip. Baby. You did the whole thumb john too. Look at you go, baby. Putting a corona down the hatch with the what was that a corona light or a rag piece? That's actually the new one. It's a premiere. <gasps> what does that mean? Uh so premiere corona premiere is lighter even than the corona light, but they add extra booze. Is that for real? Yeah, so it's a little stronger, um, but it has only 2.6 carbs and only 90 calories. That's a pretty low cal. Asking for a friend, how does it taste? It like, tastes great. It tastes I'm not a like, Corona fan, but the... Uh, it's, well, okay, so you wouldn't like it then because it tastes just like a regular Corona. Right, but the, but the better half enjoys herself some Corona, so maybe she'd be interested in a little premiere piece. Yeah, I would try it. Um, my, um, um, my brother-in-law, a bunch of other people that I know who enjoy... Coronas have switched over to these because they're just a little bit lighter and they taste basically the exact same. Just and they have booze. even slight, slight little more booze in them. So I love it. Why not? You know, love it, man. Well, you know what? I mean, it's funny how we correlate because we once again we don't like talk about that, especially with the beers and, and whatever's <laughs> no. going. We don't. We don't be. Hey, what are you drinking tonight? And I'll sync up with this. Um, <laughs> fucking man, you got a nice little bottle. Uh, you're talking about the lightness of the summer. The deliciousness and delectability of a uh, beautiful, like see-throughish kind of. We're not doing the the, the heavy beer right now. Mm-hmm. And once again, we just follow suit, and we didn't even know because I'm sitting here with a bottle. I'm sitting here. As a matter of fact, let me go ahead. I, I this is what I love about a beautiful domestic bottle that you can just kind of 
you don't need a, a, a bottle opener. Just go ahead and I don't I don't think that actually made an audible noise, but it's my favorite beer ever, David Woody. Do you know what that is? High Life. I got a Miller High Life here because you know what also that is called? What is the moniker that it goes by? The Champagne of Beers. The Champagne of Beers. And what do you do, Woodman? You're a professor. You can figure out between the lines of what I'm saying here. What do you do when you go fucking 3-0 oh last week? You pop a little bit of the bubbly. A little. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Thank you. That was well set up. I didn't even prepare for that. I'm celebrating with a little champagne, if you will. And I'm not a champagne guy, but I am a champagne of beers, motherfucker. And <laughs> the high life is going down the hatch, and it will be during the show, during the recording of the show. After the show, when you're listening to the show, on the way to work, on the way home, it doesn't matter. Your boy Hollywood is putting the high life down the hatch. You can guarantee that. Because... Really enjoying himself. Look, and he deserves it. Uh, 3-0. I'm not it... trying to step on you here. I'm just no, having some no, fun. No, no, you know? Dude, 3-0, you should celebrate. Uh, you know, look, Not I... one of those picks. Not one of those picks had a, a, a minus sign in front of them. Yeah, that's amazing. That's plus one fourteen, plus one twenty, plus two ninety. All winners last week. And that's why he's able to say, even though I went zero and three. So to, you know, we went three and three last week, but actually it was a winning week. If you if you bet the same amount of money on all six of our picks, you won money. Because and you made Brian, a lot of money. You know why? Because one a- of my picks was three to fucking one. Right. <laughs> right. So that made up for your John. It was basically a two unit week. So giddy up. And I'm not saying made up. Now, here's the one thing I do want to do, and I want to give you a little comeuppance here, if you will. Oh. And I'm very excited because you were prepared. You texted me. Normally, like an hour before the show is when I'm just getting down to do notes and shit like that, and you the same. Yeah. You texted me an hour before the show, and it just said, "Um, I have my picks. Oh, no, you said it was like the draft. Picks are in. And I was like, this dude's ready to roll. He's a little vehement after last week. And I... I am ready to go be just because of that. Now, me, no, classic. I didn't have shit written down yet. But now I got a whole, you know, uh, New Testament written in front of me. And but, but we'll see how this goes this week. You, on your bounce back weeks, holy hell, I wish we had some kind of uh, documentation on that. Because I'm rolling with you no matter what you say. You could say fucking the worst team uh, winning by eight and i'm gonna roll with you because when you bounce back brother do you bounce back and let's see what you got this week i'm pumped thanks buddy uh, do you want to go ahead and just get us started let's get started let's go with my number one mm. um I'm excited here i'll i'll start i'll start off slow in terms of the juice okay i'm gonna give you a winner's a other- winner bubba yeah, yeah, winner's a winner for sure, and it's not that bad. And then my other two are plus, so so this is a good week for me. Oh, see, you're you're uh, mad, and I love every bit of I'm it. I'm mad, and I wanted I wanted good juice, but I also want winners. So we're gonna start with the the for sure one, which is unfortunately it's minus one fifty. Although I st- I think when I tell you what it is, you're gonna be really happy. I want winners. Minus one fifty four. Right now, Shane Bieber is mm. pitching. First of all, he's fantastic. Anyway, you know. Uh, but he's been pitching so well, dude. Listen to going all the way back to May 14th. It's almost July. Going back to May 14th, month and a half, okay? Because he had a couple of bad starts early in this year. Runs allowed. One, two, one, two, hmm. zero, three, two, and three in seven innings in a win. I mean, he's been striking out tons of guys. He's got his ERA down to three almost on the dot. 
He's been fantastic. And finally, they've actually got to their winning ways. If you know by that, you mean the not, don't call me Indians? Yeah, the don't call me the Indians, the Guardians. They've been um, abs- absolutely on fire, uh, really, the month of June. Really incredible. Uh, I have no idea if that's going to continue because they've been doing it just with pitching, really. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like they're hitting the pitching roof. and Ramirez, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jose Ramirez playing out of his mind <laughs> and then good pitching. Um, who knows? It's so funny you mention this, dude. I looked at this on the radar and I was kind of like, mm, I'm going to, I'm thinking about, and who are they playing again? I, I just love it. I love it. You know, they're, they're and they're, and, and listen to this, they're home. Yeah, but and who are they up against? It's the twins. And the yeah, twins. So I, have, right. They have been kind of cold, right? I mean, I think everybody knows they've been pretty ice cold. I think this is a, a pretty easy one. Um, and the Twins pitcher, by the way, is I for, I meant to write it down. Oh, it's Chris Archer. Struggling. It's Chris Archer, and he's been okay this year. He's been okay this year, but not lately. He's mm. had a couple of bad starts recently. I think, uh, and he's not. He's historically has never been all that good on the road. I, I don't like uh, the Twins' chances in this game at all. Just give me the money line. It's minus 150. I love it. Uh, give me give me Bieber. Give me up. You know, it's funny. I was mentioning, I was looking at this game, and I saw it, and I just I, I forgot who they were playing because I, I, I was leaning almost. Like, I saw the Twins, and the Twins have been pretty good, but, like, they've been struggling lately and all that shit. And uh, I was just like, oh, what a Guardians. I haven't been paying attention to them, the, the Cleveland. I, like, oh, they suck. Yeah. And then I was going to actually like mark that down as a possible look to the twins. Sure. And then I saw I saw Bieber and I was like, no, fuck. I said, instead of if I, my early lean was twins and then I saw Bieber and said, get me off of this game. That means my overall lean is Cleveland. So I'm down with that. Nice. Giddy up on that. Now, my play of the week. And, you know, I think you owe an apology to a certain team, Woody. All right. I think you because we have our, our feels as much as I told you know, everybody. You'll, you'll recognize this during this the span of a year in baseball, especially, but it happens in football and everything. You 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 clutch on to, to a certain amount of teams, like we mentioned, the Strohs and the White Sox last year were our jams. This yeah. year, it's kind of like Yankees for me. I mean, I know that's easy to say, but you got to pick your run lines, not just wins. But um, we also, at the same time, have the teams that we pepper and say, "You fucking blow." I'm going to go the opposite, you know, make my money that way too. And you have an apology. To owe to a team that I'm taking as my pick of the week this Ooh, week. Ooh, okay. The Seattle Mariners. All right. All right. Interesting. And I'm taking a run line at home against the putrid Oakland A's. Ugh. Minus one and a half run line plus 106. So yeah. first of all, the juice tells me all I need to know, okay? You're yeah. given one and a half and you're still on the plus side. They're going to win this game by fucking two. Seattle's playing good ball, and you know that because you kind of bet against them last, I believe, like two weeks or so. Um, but, you know. I think they, they hit hit two weeks ago, but lost last week, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm remembering. But nevertheless, I'm just saying last week. This is a rough one. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just saying we're having a good time, right, Woody? We're having so much fun. <laughs> Wait a second. Give it to me hard. Will do. Well, I'll give you the stats hard. Here we go. Seattle. The Mariners won seven of nine now going into tonight. I don't know even if they're playing right now. It's a Wednesday night. We're giving you a, a show a week, a day early. The Hollywood uh, family going down the shore. So we got to get this one in. Still going to be a profitable one. Five of those seven that they want have been by two or more runs. So that's always uh, already a good thing. Pitcher Logan Gilbert. Man, fucking hey. 
I mean, this dude might be in a Cy Young conversation. And under the radar, like we mentioned, being in Seattle doing his thing, six of his eight wins this year. Yeah, that's right. He's got fucking eight wins already this year by two or more runs. Mm. Everything leans to if they win, they're going to win by two runs. Uh, why would I take the the money line at minus 170 or whatever the fuck it is when I can get plus 106 on the, on the uh, minus one and a half? And honestly, here's a classic Hollywood approach here, okay? The A's just finished up a four four gamer in New York in the Yankee at the Yankees. Okay. Yes. You, you go cross country. They played them well, by the way. They had a chance. They won one. Uh, I think one's still going on as we speak. But they almost won all of them. Technically, they <laughs> were in. A, they were leading in all of them. Um, gave it up at the end for three of them. They blew their fucking load hard in yeah. New York. Okay. Yeah. Now they got to fly cross country. I know they're on the West, but they've been on the East for a little bit. They just did everything they could to beat the best team in baseball. And, you know, the whole pomp and circumstance with the New York Yankees. Oh, yeah. And they did their best. They really did an admirable job. But what do what happens when a team like that with very little talent in the long run goes ahead and does everything they can? to the best team and really oh moral victory after moral victory after an actual victory after a moral victory well then you go back to the west coast and you play a seattle mariners team what are you gonna do get fucking pumped to go to safeco field no you're gonna everything's gonna hit you like a pile of dicks and you're just gonna play like jit bags and that's i think this might be a route but uh to me the a's blew their load they're done Mariners might sweep the series, but let's start off in the first game here. Take a run line at a plus one hundred six. Love it. I could not love it more. And the A's are so awful. They are, man. Oh, man. To show up the way they showed up for the for these games is, was impressive. But it's they're amazing. not a they're not a nine inning team, obviously. No. They, and and also, like you say, like they've kind of shot their load. Like they can't do that again now. Mm-mm. Just Mm-mm. did it. That's the best they can do. They did it for four games. They're not going to do it five games in a row, especially. There's a reason why. It's the emotional yeah. side, man. They wanted to play against the Yankees. They were yeah. in Yankee Stadium. It's a big deal. You tell yeah. me Seattle is going to make you feel like you're in the field of dreams? No, I don't think so. Um, although apparently that's, well, a, so. uh, apparently that's a pretty ballpark. I've not been there myself. Nor have uh, I. I like it. Okay. That's awesome. Love it. Um, Giddy up. Two winners already. Let's go. Two winners already. Beautiful. Um, this one is, uh, I, I'm very surprised that I get a plus anything. All right. Um, enjoy that. <laughs> I guess, I mean, look, okay. If people saw the four game series or much of it, Astros Yankees at Yankee stadium last weekend, mm-hmm. mm. it, it was awesome, right? It was yeah. a really good series. ALCS um, preview possibly. Uh, it it felt like it. It felt it almost had a postseason vibes to it, uh, which is crazy in June because you know <laughs> baseball season's really long, man. That's not for a long time. A lot of things are going to happen between now and the postseason. Um, but it, it it really had that feel, and I got the sense. I mean, technically, it was a split. Two, right. Each team won two games. Mm-hmm. But I got the sense like the Astros were going in there and they were kind of exerting their will and showing that they're just as good as the Yankees are. When the I Yankees would agree have been with that. The best team statistically in baseball all year and have 
by far the most star power of anybody outside the Dodgers. Star power, there's just two teams. You know right. what I mean? For sure. Uh, and I guess maybe the Mets when they get DeGrom and Scherzer back. But yeah, until on then, a pitching basis. But you want to talk about lineup wise? Yeah, I agree with I you. I mean, lineup wise and pitching, frankly. Yeah. Dodgers true. and Yankees, you know. Um, so anyway, I, I thought it was pretty impressive the way they went in there. They were in every game and they did win two of them and they almost darn near could have, you know, were in there for the other two. So very impressive. Now they get to come home and they're home against the Yanks for game one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And they're plus they're plus one Oh five. And on I was the money tra- line. Wow. On the money line. And I was trying to think of why I was surprised, right? I knew that that, that kind of scares me. I know it's almost weird, but then it would, it would scare me, but I, I know why. Tell me. And it's because the Astros pitcher, I'm sorry. I did not write it down. Um, he's got a name. It's a common sounding name. I don't know him. It's Al Garcia on fan. And I looked him up and like his stats are like very average. Like he's got like a three, five, three, four ERA and like decent win loss percentage and like decent strikeouts. Like he's, he's good, but he's fine. You know what I mean? And the other guy, I'm good, but I'm fine. You know what I mean? (laughs) And he's going against Luis Severino, you know, who's one of the Yankees big names. Okay. And Severino has been very good at home. I won you guys some money a couple weeks ago, taking him at home. Correct. He is not at home in this game. He is in Houston on the road this year. He's got almost a five ERA. He is not the Mm. same guy. He is not the same guy on the road. Okay. He's getting lit up pretty good, especially for bombs. And Jordan Alvarez is has a 500 average against him in his career. Okay, uh, Yuli Gurriel's been hit him. Kyle Tucker's hit him. So I, I'm worried for Severino going to, into Houston. And I also think it's just it's one of these things where if I think these two teams are about even, you should be on the home team. It's baseball, you know. Um, they get this last a- licks. I just think, I don't know. I guess call it more of a gut than stats, though. I just feel like I know Severino's good at home. He's not so good on the road. I'm getting plus. I just think. Dude, that's a Hollywood-style pick, and I love it. Yeah, because it's kind of a Euro-style pick. So you're going Houston Moneyline plus 105. Let yes. me go ahead and use that as a nice segue, because this is also that kind of, I mean, hell, I'm Hollywood, so fucking I. But uh, this is it. It's the same style. Unfortunately, the one team isn't at home, but there's a reason for it. Once again, a very fucking good team versus the best team, arguably, in the league (laughs) getting a uh, plus on the money line. And the second pick of the week is Padres plus 108 money line at the Dodgers. Oh, I considered this. And the reason, yeah, arguably NL Cy Young award leader right now, and Joe Musgrove, I know he lost to the Phillies this, last week. Didn't have the worst outing ever. Just yeah. came back down to earth a little bit. Well, you know, he's still but eight and one with eight. a two twelve ERA. Exactly. And guess what happened? <laughs> he just got his one loss. Yeah. His last outing. What do good pitchers do when that shit happens? He doesn't want to see eight and two. That motherfucker is going to be nine and one by the end of this. Musgrove, I'm t- he's he's a he's a fighter. He's one of those ex ex pirates pitchers that when the pirates yeah. trade you, you're a future Cy Young award winner. Yeah, it's insane. Eric Cole, there's so many. There's a bunch of them around. So man. many. Look at Jamison Tyon. Like yeah. all these guys are just yeah. so good. God damn. I, I it's one thing. My biggest pet peeve in sports. But nevertheless, San Diego is coming off an early win in Arizona today as we speak on Wednesday. You guys are going to be hearing this on Thursday. 
Dodgers are still playing as we speak. They're in the fucking fourth inning. So they're in Colorado. They're going to be traveling to get home. Padres are already there. They're there as you're hearing, well, as we are speaking. By the time you hear our voices, they'll both be there. But I like the, uh, the, the W after a couple losses. San Diego has also come down to earth a little bit, and I think that that's good for a game like this. What did what did I just say about a shitty, shitty, shitty fucking team in the A's going to the best team in baseball? You play up. Now you got the Padres, who are not a shitty team, but had a shitty streak for a little bit. They lost like four out of six. Uh, they won today. Got get back, you know, get the W's back on your radar there, and then now you go to a division rival, a team that has almost the same record as you. The Dodgers have come back down to earth a little bit too. Yeah, they have, but, have. But who do the Dodgers have pitching? Oh, some guy who's a relief pitcher tomorrow. So, or, uh, uh, so oh, it's a bullpen uh, game. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's had like two, four, six, four, four, one, two, like innings pitched in his last six. So you got Joe Musgrove. Who I would give the Cy Young to uh, on the on the NL side, going against basically probably a, a committee uh, with the Dodgers at plus one hundred eight. You're getting juice, so giddy up on that. I'm, I'll yeah. take Padres plus one hundred eight, please. I like it. I think, and I think it's just because, like you say, I think it's just because the Dodgers are home, and that's the only reason why. If that's, that's the it. only reason why, mm, right. right? I like it. Giddy up. Oh, you know what? Before you get it, you uh, you might get a little off rails here. Are you not going baseball here? I am going to go off the rails. So if All you right. got something well, then else. Yeah. Let me throw my third of the week because it also is baseball. It's not going to be very elongated. Folks, honestly, I just want to give a heads up. We're in, we're in baseball mode right now for the mm-hmm. most part. Like this is, this is the calm before the storm this next month, six weeks or so before football really gets in tune. Yep. Uh, obviously, we'll do some possible. I don't know what Woodman's going to be talking about. Maybe some golf, uh, shit like that. But that can only hold for so long, especially on a show like type of format we do. Uh, we can only do golf probably pre-major. Andy Lacks on our boy. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, but. You know, we can't just sit here and bloviate golf for sixty no. minutes. So we both look. We both love the game of baseball. We like betting it, and we're we're having fun. We've been up making money this year doing it so far, and we hope to continue that. Exactly, but I'm just saying that the content's going to be mainly baseball, and it's yeah. really hard to dive in more. Baseball is straight up for me, at least. It's as as feel as you can get, and you know that's the kind of style I like to take to all my bets. But yeah, in the NFL, at least like we watched almost every play, or at least have a good idea of the offensive line for a team. In baseball, like you can't tell me that you know the shift that's put on this guy. You know, it's shit like that. It's so with baseball, it's a feel. This is what we see. Woodman's really good at taking it on paper and seeing. Okay, I got this starter against that starter. Let me see what they've been doing. But boom, I'm feel like i'm pretty good at feeling out how they've been doing lately where they're going literally travel wise uh yeah. what i would feel if i was on the team hence my a's pick like i would feel like holy fuck i do not have any balls between my groin right now so um so here's going to be a field pick that's a very long winded way of saying here's my third pick of the week i don't have much to say about it this show will probably be about 30 minutes long this week and it probably <laughs> will be for another month but here's what i have to say about pick three Atlanta Phillies over eight and a half regular juice. You got your 10% or minus 110. Why? Law of averages. Simply, that's it. Aaron Noll is up for the Phillies. He gets no run support. As a matter of fact, ready for this? He has pitched his, his last three starts. He's pitched 22 innings. 
which is good in and of itself. How many runs do you think the fighting Phillies, David Woody, have scored for him in 22 innings? Do your worst. Do your worst. Go two below what you were going to say. In 22 innings, they should score. No, not should. How many do you think, based on knowing how I'm prepping this? Give me your worst. Five? Two. (laughs) Two fucking runs, dude. In 22 innings. In his last 22 innings, they've scored two for him. That's incredible. It's insane. Now, law of averages, they have averaged uh, four runs per start for him. So that just tells you, okay, well, there, they should bounce back. Now, the the one before his last three starts, they gave him seven. Now, I'm just talking about while he's in the game. It's incredible how they, how they haven't scored for him lately. But Ian Anderson's up for the Braves, and that motherfucker gets over six runs a game. So just by that, the six and the four over that, that's 10 plus. But the law of averages say when they've scored two runnings, two runnings, Jesus, two ends in 22 runnings. I'm sorry. I just wanted to keep going with it. It was fun. Two runs in 22 innings. Something's going to break. And it's going to be tonight when you're hearing this. Fightings might win this game. They're going to give Nola some some support. They have to. You can't tell me. It's just weird how that happens to some pitchers. But it, when, when it's been the way it has been, they're going to fucking blow it out of the park. And at least give them something. Four, five, six runs. But if they do that, and Ian Anderson's getting six a game, we're looking at at least a 10 total here. Over eight and a half all day. Let's go. Hmm. I love it, man. <laughs> mm. I love it. No, I love it. I, 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 you, you can't... Uh, uh, one thing about sports betting is that you cannot, uh, you can only bet into a streak for so long. For sure. Like eventually it has to turn around. You got to pick your point. Yep. You know? Uh, okay. That's awesome. I love all three of your picks, by the way. Giddy up. Let's go, man. You know what's funny about last week when we were signing off? You said something about like, oh, well, we haven't had a perfect week uh, in a little bit. So maybe we'll go 6-0. And I said, no, that'll be next week. Hmm. So let's see how we do. This is just something fun, you know. I'm, I'm very curious. I have, I have a bonus that I want to talk about, and it has nothing to do with anything. And I'm really curious to see if you went this way. And I'm very pumped. I kind of doubt it. Um, I don't okay. think. I can't. I just can't imagine you. Maybe it is. Did you? Is it Wimbledon? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. I my third will... pick is, and I like this a lot, actually. I really like it. I like the juice, and I just like, like it's just that. a good, I got a good feel for it, right? Oh, so, good for you. Nadal is coming off a huge win at the French Open, but he's not, he's got a, he's got a bum ankle, and it's he looks fine now, but at some point it's going to get re-hurt. Oh, I like where this is going. I'm so excited. And my guess is, is that, just on pure will, mm. he can get to the final and probably oh. lose to Djokovic. That's what I think is going to happen. Oh, okay. This is going nowhere where I thought. So I have Nadal to reach the final, okay. which is an option you can do on um, on DraftKings. And it's plus. It's plus 125. It really shouldn't be because th- those are the two guys, man. Yeah, like yeah. those are the two guys, and it really they should both be minus. And ranked know? wise, they will not face before that, so that's a good pick for that. 
Correct. You know what I mean? And that's who, and that's exactly what I think is going to happen. Is that the, the, they will play in the final, and obviously Djokovic should win, dude. It's been twelve years since Nadal won Wimbledon. Like it's been a long time. He's probably not has doing it. Twenty-two like, majors, though. He, it's he's insane. incredible, and he could do it. He absolutely could do it. I'm not saying he can't, and I'm not saying that he needs someone else to be Djokovic. He you doesn't. know what's so telling about that? By he the way, you beat pick. him in the final. He really could. No, but for sure. That would not be a smart. I'm not going to bet on that because I don't think it's very likely. I love the um, fact that you did that that route because that's probably smarter because they have Djokovic at minus two ten to win outright. Minus yeah. two ten. It's like that's the fucking not, second round. I ca- but then I, they have I Nadal to win. It, and I was like, nah, come on, minus two ten. Nadal I mean? six to one, so he's plus six hundred. So that's like that's fun. why where you're going is the right way to go. But here's the thing with me. I do have a bonus pick on Wimbledon, and it's based on, as I mentioned my and, and before, the the my better half. She mentioned because she is very in tune with tennis. Actually, I think, and uh, no, I don't think I know for a fact. Uh, on this show last year, I asked her, "We're going to win. We're going to make a Wimbledon pick. Who do you think?" And she called out Djokovic, and that was the winner. She was right. And, yeah, and she was absolutely right. Now, uh, <laughs> this time, she didn't even mention him. So wasn't even on her, him and Djokovic or Nadal weren't on her radar. Really, she mentioned the Italian Berrettini, who oh, unfortunately yeah. left with COVID. And I had a sixteen dollar bet on Fanduel to win like four hundred some, and or no, I'm sorry, it was plus five hundred, so not that much at all. Wait, he left? That happened? Just happened today? No, to, uh, yesterday, COVID got him. So, oh my gosh, I yeah. didn't even hear about that. So Berrettini, uh, I was very um, out of the game. curious to see what he was going to do because he's been recently. Very good. He's been he's very hot. Yeah. So she was on board with him. And then the next name she said, and I don't know this dude from Adam. So I'm just throwing this out there to be like on record on this program, uh, which is fun, is Roberto Bautista Ogut. A-G-U-T. <laughs> right now he is currently plus twelve thousand to win Wimbledon. Maybe, you know, go the Woody way and say if he finish if he gets to the finals or whatever. But she's like, I like that guy. He might win Wimbledon. And that was her second pick. And if I go off the the side here, I, I picked uh Taylor Fritz, who right now is plus thirty nine hundred. But I have money on all these cats. Um but she picked this a good cat. I don't know why I keep saying it like a good He's not at all like Indian or whatever. Why do I keep saying that? I think he's, I don't know. Is he? Well, no, Roberto Batista. He's plus but... 8,000 on DraftKings. Oh, well, go to, go to fan. That's yeah. why you should, dude. See? Remember when I did our, did my little 10 things about betting? Do yes. your shopping. Shop it. You See? can get plus 12,000 on FanDuel. That so much is, better. If this dude wins and you put, 20 bucks on this cat on DraftKings, and you yeah. realized that you could have got 40 times more yeah oh man now none of us is probably you i doubt you're gonna put 20 no i have uh what do i have i think i have a four dollar bet on him to say, win like 360 or something i just went with it had some fun you know it's Wimbledon. Like I have bets on. I had bet on Barrettini. Now he's out, but they give you that money back, so it's not like they screw you out of it. Right now, my active bets are Isner, um, Fritz, and Agut. I need to know how to say this dude's name. I could do Agut. five. Here's here's that's fun. Five gets me one. Get five gets me six hundred dollars. Right, <laughs> dude. Are you making a live bet for five bucks on Agut? It's done. 
That's Look a waste. You. Not a waste of five dollars. But if I didn't do it, I'd kill don't myself. say it's a waste. Come it's, on, it's not a waste. Actually, I mean, like, like here's the thing. I'll say this for the for the listeners, like, because um. Like you're not looking at the screen that I'm looking at. And by the time you look at it, when you hear this, it might look different. Mm-hmm. He's only about, I'm going to estimate, 3, 6, 9, 12. He's about 13th or 14th here on the board. If you want to crown him, then crown their ass. I'm just saying, he's got a, if he's got the 14th best chances, odds, out of this whole giant field of winning the whole damn thing, maybe $5 <laughs> is worth 600 bucks. Like He For probably sure. has. Like, like if this were golf... It right. It doesn't, you know, the golf, it's funny comparing this, right? Are you looking at the futures page like I am, Brian? Absolutely. And if listeners, if you want to pull that up while we're talking, like this is interesting, right? I'm going to make this actually a kind of interesting point. This is very different from golf. It looks the same and it has the same shape, but it, the drop off is massive. Immediate. And it's immediate and it's yeah. massive. It's crazy. And it stays down. In, you know, golf, it's very gradual. The, the you know, Rory was like whatever he was. I don't remember. Before the thing plus, started. Plus a, plus a plus thousand. thousand. Rom's plus, plus 11. Yep. You got and he JT had like, at 15. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, wow. like that. And then like, and it was pretty gradual. It was pretty gradual. And right. by the end, you get down to the guys that you barely know their name and, you know, a hoagie or whoever it was. Right. And, you know, <laughs> like even there, like, but like, look, dude, like the people who are low. I'm so low. proud of you. When, when do you think before, before we started the show almost two years ago now, <laughs> do, would you even fucking have known who Tom Hoagie is? Certainly not. Isn't that a beautiful thing? I'm proud of you. It's fun. It's so fun. fun. And what we're learning is that we're very, we just have a knack for this stuff, man. Like I, I, I don't, you know, I know I'm coming off an O three week and whatever. And, and certainly I'm not <laughs> always, I don't always have, no one can always be right about all this stuff. This Obviously sucks. it's gambling, but like what we have learned is that we just have a little bit of a knack for the kind of feel aspect. Look, you're never going to beat Vegas with your math. They have, right, right, they have, right. they employ dozens of dudes who have like PhDs from MIT in higher math. Right. And all they do is sit there in a fancy office in Vegas right. and crunch the numbers and do their code. And so like a bum, like a dog, like a muck, like a mongrel, like an ant. <laughs> and they have access to better computers than you do. They have access to more different data sources. Than and you're you not beating possibly. these algorithms either that they built. They're they're constantly tweaking and building new and better and more complex algorithms. You're not winning that way. Stop it. Stop it. Like have some stats. Yes, learn about pitchers. Learn about how Djokovic is just badass on grass, right? Like so right. he's got a really good chance here. Okay, fine. Like learn like oh this golfer is better. He has better short game, whatever, right? All that stuff is important, okay? You're not going to beat them on the numbers. Mm-hmm. So get a feel for the players, a feel for the games, and then hopefully, especially- And then shop in, that feel. And shop then, it and then the right shop price. it. And yeah. also in the team sports, I mean, you really can get a sense of like, oh, this team is like, as a group, they're just like down. They're down. Yeah, they're winded, right. they're tired, yep. they're down, they're down. You know, that's, team sports, frankly, are easier, to be honest. Because yep. like- Nadal could just decide, like in his, you know, he's out there alone. Do tennis? I've played tennis. Like it is, it is a game of will in many ways, and like he could just be decided. Like I'm, I'm winning this. I don't want him to pass me because right because if Joe yeah, right, wins right. this, he passes him. He's like I don't want him to pass. He's not totally. passing me at Wimbledon. He's not happening. 
and he could just refuse to lose. Like it could happen. In team sports, it's not really like that. Mike it's Trout, funny you mention that. Mike dude. Trout could be as tough and badass as he wants to, and it's like, yeah, if the pitcher gives up ten runs, you lose for sure. I, I recently had my car put in for the inspection, and and our auto mechanic. And if you listen, Billy, what's up, brother? Um, a new fan of the show, by the way. Uh, he hey, is loves sports in general, especially hockey, but his favorite type of sports. He loves individual sports. Mm -hmm. He loves the feel of the mentality of one. Yeah. And he thinks that like, it's so powerful yet. So devastating at the same time that it could be, you know, you're not relying on anybody. It is you. And what are you going to do for yourself to get to a point that makes you victorious? And he's even track and field. He's like, I just love, and it was so funny hearing him Mm. talk about it because it's like, wow, never really thought about that way, but you're absolutely right. Like, it's all on them, and especially when they have the town, like the the guys you're talking about. And if there if there's a, if there's a, a a crack in that mold, you can take advantage of that. And as a better, that's where you need to strike. You probably never. It's probably never more obvious than in golf. You know, yeah. um, uh, Tiger when he was at his the peak of his powers, right? So much of what he was doing was mental. He just didn't make any mistakes and you could see in his eyes and the way that he walked that he knew he was going to win and he was refusing to lose you know um or especially like god forbid he was like coming from behind against you you just you fucked like 100 percent, right and it was like it's mental and then on the flip side like you would say like i mean for all those years phil mickelson yeah he was oh yeah right he just you could see him on sunday you know, he just choked. He just, just choked. meltdown. Yeah. Finished he, he like could... second in the U.S. Open five times. Couldn't get and over the all hump. All five times he should have won it. Yeah, I mean, right. It's um, insane. So It's so cool. I love but, hearing you. Dude, it gets me a little bit like uh, ready to rock hearing you talk about golf. Now we're talking tennis. We had a winner last year. Hopefully, dude, if, if there's a gut guy wins, we're, go, we're going on. We're going on a vacation. But um. Seriously, but it's been um, fun, man. Yeah, man. I hope you guys, I hope you and your family enjoy, uh, enjoy the shore. It's gonna be awesome. Thanks, um, brother. Hopefully, you get good weather. I think you will. I think we're in for good weather here. Big time. I'll be and, hitting um, uh, literally the links. Uh, there's a, a link style golf course on one of the sh- Jersey Shore points. I'll be out. And I'll be there on Saturday. So, um, looking forward to that and uh, playing my own mental game <laughs> as I always do. Oh, I want to say one more thing about my pick of the week. My third pick of the week. Uh, the other reason I went with it is I won't, I know myself, right? I won't feel bad if Nadal wins the whole thing because I still get my money. Oh, of course. I bet, for sure. and, and I get my plus 125, right? You don't, you don't, you don't fret a win. You don't fret a win. Yeah. But I would feel bad if I told you guys that my pick is Nadal at plus 600 and he lost in the final to Djokovic, which is exactly yeah. what don't I effing think is going to happen. You know what I mean? I'd, yeah. Then I'd feel bad because I, I would technically, I would miss the pick. Technically, I would also lose my money, even though I was kind of right about everything. So that's, that's where I'm coming from on, in terms of just bet him at plus 125. And even if he wins the whole damn thing, you still win. It's still 100%. 100%. 100%. Badass. Look at you. It's been a hell of a show, my friend. Uh, went a little bit longer than I actually anticipated. Just talking baseball and tennis and some golf approach. Uh, no pun intended. But this is uh, probably going to be the next few weeks here uh, on a show. It's going to be a baseball base. We'll try and find some uh, different routes and just win some money. Who the fuck cares what we're talking about when we're bringing home that bacon, Woodman? 
Yeah, man. I'm not too worried about it. I think a lot of our listeners love baseball. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, for sure. For sure. And and uh, But the thing is, the last year, when we're this is how we matured. And we made money. So now we have a bankroll to back up our maturity. Like, it's it's a lot easier to be mature, quote unquote, with your, your picks when you have made money to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you're using what you learned throughout the course of us, uh, we have during the course of doing this show. And when it comes to baseball, going into it, and we still have said it as soon as, I don't know, April, that it is the hardest sport to bet on. No doubt. No but doubt the hardest. As, like, this is the kind of the meat for us. I, I would say this time of year, June, July, because teams have some, uh, Cleveland did it like two years ago. They won like 20 games in a row. As August starts to come and September, teams play differently and like re- it collapses. You have teams that come out of nowhere, shit like that. June, July, I feel is where you make your money in baseball because it's just that middle ground. This team is this, this team is that. And for the most part, it'll run that course, especially if you know how to play your, your hand as far as, you know, starters or over-unders and, and trends. But I think right when the NFL starts up, really starts gaining steam preseason and everything. I think that's actually when the MLB starts getting really unpredictable. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, it's true. We're probably we'll probably duck out of it. Well, oh, for sure. I mean, well, just in time, you know. Yeah, I mean? just in time. That's what I mean. Like, it actually fends itself perfectly for a petting podcast. Yeah, because like the dog days of summer, like yes, the players are are obviously getting tired and everything like that. But that's when it truly shines as America's pastime. That's when everybody in the country basically can devote all their energy to watching it because they ain't nothing else on. Right. And like, frankly, all of that stuff makes it more predictable. Absolutely, you know. Um, and the playoffs are tough, dude. The playoffs are tough. I, I'm, I'm, and the pennant races, you know, coming down the tough. stretch, man. They're very tough. Sometimes you think you got to beat on it, and it turns around on you. So sometimes I think I got to beat on it, and it turns around on me. <laughs> Turn the beat around, Brian. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> was that Gloria Stefan? No, it wasn't. Was it? I'm not sure. <laughs> you know what? We're Maybe I'll just fun. try a different hand. But I do love it. So Give go it Astros, Phillies, Padres, uh, Mariners, and uh, Guardians. Look at you, Guardians. Still sounds weird. I know. I'm gonna roll with the Mariners money. Oh, I'm sorry, run line. Uh, Padres money line. Braves, Phillies over eight and a half. And Roberto Batista a good. <laughs> I don't know why I keep putting him thousands of miles away from where he grew up but nevertheless that's where we're going here and also i'll throw a little fritz in for myself uh let's see if that works out but uh stay tuned for a couple weeks from now on the show when i follow up my money making home run derby champion pick uh with another one i hope but uh, i called pete alonzo last year at a nice penny i believe um yes i also called that that that, like eighth bench warmer on the trailblazers for the slam dunk contest. So these funky <laughs> little contests on the side, I even have a good read on. We'll see how we do this year, but, uh, killing it, buddy. I, hey, we're having a good time. Wood man, right? It's jumped the sharp. And how can you not have a good time on a show like this when we're making money and we got such a handsome cast. We'd like to enjoy ourselves and make a few bucks. Giddy up everybody. It's jumped the sharp coming at you here a little early this week, but you know, we bounce between the Wednesday and Thursday night recordings, hence to uh, Thursday and Friday night, listens for you guys but we hope you dug it as always give a shout out to somebody tell them about the show if you're digging what we're doing tell your mother tell your father send a telegram appreciate your fife we'll catch up with you guys next week woodman peace out brother see you guys
at Jump the Sharp on Twitter as always, and maybe have some news about some uh, you know live shit on Twitch and shit like that. But giddy up, we love you guys. Peace the fuck out.